This DFS picks week five edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit. Of twenty dollars or more, and of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey, everybody! Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN, so do this: let it ride. Welcome everybody to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer? dog. Oh, I'm feeling good. That went smooth live fucking television, baby. Yeah, Let's do it. We got it. DFS. I'm sorry. Let me tout for a second. I'll go wide so you can react. <laughs> second taking down of the big boy in three weeks. I was sweating the Millie maker had a lineup, had a chance. I was fully stacked on the early slate. Boy, was it fun. I think I peaked at like 69th place. Nice. Uh, I, actually, I think I peaked in the top 40, but I was 69th place in the Millie maker for a little bit, Sean. So patting myself on the back because I gave the lineup out on air and only one person out of 250,000 copied me. Must've been a listener, Ryan, because you're on a heater. Also gave out Donald <laughs> Parham 35 to one first touchdown. That was awesome. So uh, yeah, congrats to you and, and helping, uh, you know, keep, keep the content train alive, keeping us afloat here with some sweet, sweet cash and uh, joining us to talk DFS fantasy football, the fantasy football uh, editor for the sports gambling podcast network, Adam Pelletier, the Don of bills mafia. Adam, I I know you're also a big XFL guy. Got to be happy about your boy, <laughs> Donald Parham, showing uh, up in uh, prime time. I mean, I could have put him in my lineup from last week, and I should have just flexed Donald uh, Dawson Knox, and that would have been the killer lineup right there. Oh yeah, uh, maybe throw my boy Keelan Cole in there. I finally didn't put <laughs> Keelan Cole in a DFS lineup, and it bit me for the first time. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I had uh I had Dawson Knox as my quarterback. I'm glad I consulted again with the Don of Bills Mafia. He he really seems to be a big part of this Bills offense. I had I had Dawson Knox, I had Tyree Kill, you know, Tannehill kind of laid an egg at least 
Yeah, I mean, over- not a good look for Team Ryan. Yeah, I mean, compared to some of the ceiling <laughs> projections, but some of the other stuff I felt pretty good about, and still ended up. Uh, I, I think it cashed like thirty bucks, but uh, decent performance there. All right, we're talking NFL, the National Football League, which means I'll tell you what that means. It means you got to head over to WinBet. That's right, you want to win big, you got to do it over at WinBet.com. W Y N N B E T dot com. Download the WinBet app, betting app. Get up to one thousand dollars in a risk-free bet, in-game wagering, first touchdowns, player props. They got it all over at WinBet. Make sure you check them out. WinBet.com when you want to win big. W-I-N-N-B-E-T.com. Oh yeah. man. Yes, jacked so. up. Jacked up. And uh, I mean, let's get into it. We got a we got a sweet DFS lineup to give out. Before we do that, it's time for this week's installment of Real Men of DGENs, brought to you by <laughs> PropSwap.com. Use promo code S. GP get up to a uh, five hundred dollar bonus there, which you can use to buy and sell real sports bets. Let's go. SGPN presents Real Men of Dgen. Real Men of Dgen. We salute you, Urban Meyer. That's right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of guys would have just taken the team flight. After a 27 24 loss to the Bengals, but no, Urban, man of the people, decide to head out on the night. Yeah, you know, go out into the town, have a couple cocktails. Some fans wanted to dance. Who is, what is this, Footloose? Of course the man's gonna dance. Then a video came out. Uh, the, the caption on it was <laughs> quote, Someone got a video of Urban Meyer sticking his finger up my ass. Well, Urban, congrats! You're uh, this week's installment of Real Men of Dgens, and truly, yeah, he's one of those guys who will get penetration. <laughs> is he a real Dgen because he's? This is like the most obvious attempt to get fired intentionally ever. It, I mean, Ryan, there's so many conspiracy theories out there. It's hard not to think he's uh, that. I mean, it's such a dumbass move that like you have to think this guy. He has to have some intelligence. I mean, he was like posing with photos to these people with these people. He's either coming off like a bitch to in the locker room either way. He can't he can't play it the right way. Like it doesn't matter. It's like, bro, why didn't you close the deal? And (laughs) and uh yeah, I mean, uh, I don't I can't speak for all the members of the Jacksonville Jaguars locker room, but I'm guessing some of them have uh, stepped out on their wife or girlfriend. I'm not, not Tim Tebow. Not, well, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what happens. You get rid of Tim Tebow. All of a sudden Irvin Meyer straight off the uh, straight and narrow. <laughs> the text simply read, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Tim Tebow to urban Meyer. Uh, apparently he addressed maybe, this- maybe urban Meyer just didn't want to admit the actual reason he brought in Tebow was to be his spiritual advisor. <laughs> he Ooh. needed Tim Tebow around. Much like Josh Hamilton of the Rangers needed oh, that yeah. guy around to just keep him out of trouble. <laughs> Maybe I Urban Meyer that. just needs Tim T. I mean, it all went to hell for him once Tebow left everywhere. So maybe that's it. Yeah. I mean, you could do a Tim Tebow leaving. It's almost it's almost as bad as like the keyboard, uh <laughs> the keyboard player for the Grateful Dead. There is a there is a curse once Tim Tebow leaves your franchise. 
And well, I mean, Urban Meyer, apparently he dressed, he's a shepherd, you know, he, he addressed the locker room and gave him the, the same excuse that he gave publicly that like, Oh, he was just there. And she started dancing oh, with him. No, and the, the whole, no, no. He didn't go into the locker room. He didn't have the balls to face oh, really? the entire team at once. He went into positional meetings <laughs> after canceling practice yeah. and the whole team meeting. Urban Meyer has zero respect from anyone. Yeah. Like just honest to God. And that, uh, and that's interesting. How does that factor into our handicap? I think God is back to hating the Jags. Oh yeah. God is <laughs> God is not a Jags fan. Take, and, take uh, all the Jags out your lineup. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and again, are they gonna <laughs> play? Are they gonna play for uh, Urban Meyer? Like, we're gonna win one for the Gifford and restore my, his his nope. pride. I don't see that happening. My my other two favorite things based off of this uh, is a how everyone is saying that the girls are looking a lot like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> two, is, two is, there's some single white female thing going on with Urban two, Meyer. Two it caused the resurfacing of the video where Urban Meyer is giving the interview on the boat with the naked man in the mirror reflection. <laughs> and that was just he delightful. looked so hammered in that video. <laughs> I retweeted it at gambling podcast. I completely forgot about it, but he's like on a boat, giving a Skype interview, yeah. trying to sound real official. And he, he, I mean, you look at his eyes, he looks a bit intoxicated and then you just see this guy. I, the guy at very best was just in a tight speedo, but he walks in and he looks naked. Cause it's in the reflection of the mirror. And, and he's just like walking around the boat. It is a, it's an all timer. So, I mean, he just looked, th- thoughts and prayers. For he Herbert. just looked like a man who was faded from the sun booze and, and maybe some sex, maybe some no, midday I, sex. I get it. I mean, you know, you've been out on a boat, you get tired, you get sleepy. <laughs> you're, you t- you're take some of that, uh, you know, that anti-nausea that'll knock you out. Right? I mean, when you're urban Meyer, you're basically Mick Jagger. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta Rock do something to life. mix it up. <laughs> All right. Let's talk uh, DFS lineups here. There's a couple of, of, of fun stacks and I know the Tannehill one didn't pay off last week, but man at Jacksonville, that's, that's a, an intriguing uh, lineup. If you want to, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I went, uh, I, I'll save mine in a second here, but I mean, Kyler Murray is is an interesting one. Even that, even Aaron Rodgers at Cincinnati. I mean, we saw Jacksonville really kind of had their way in the uh, in the air. We'll see if if Green Bay gets up for that game. But uh, Adam, kick things off. Who do you got in your stack? This is when Sean just reaches across and cuts the feed from Kramer talking <laughs> because I'm taking Sam Darnold against the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. Oh my God. Smart man. Yeah. I mean, Darnold's due for a bounce back right here. The Eagles haven't looked great against teams through the air and Darnold's going to keep getting his plus, you know, you know, Sam Vick, as they're calling him down here in Charlotte, <laughs> just getting the rushing touchdowns up and down the board. I mean, you, you got to account for his legs. Somebody's going to be open. Yeah. I but, like, I like the uh, Sam Arnold. Do you uh, uh, like the combination of <laughs> Sam uh, Donald and uh, Lamar so all, I, all I, together? I have a team, a best ball team that I went. I, it's doing quite well. Sam Darnold, Derek Carr, and Jared Goff. That you made fun of me heavily when we drafted <laughs> it, Sean. It's doing quite nicely because Sam Darnold is just. I mean, he put up a ton of points for me last week in that lineup, and it's it's all about the rushing floor. You know, they, the the nerds just didn't see it. They didn't see Sam Darnold. Finding. No, I I didn't see him <laughs> leading the league in rushing touchdowns. That was completely off my radar. And to Adam's point, I can't even put up a fight. This Eagles defense, 
trash. I mean, the fucking uh, Jonathan Gannon, who was supposedly this sought after defensive coordinator. I have no idea why he's had two back-to-back 40 point games. They asked him well, why he wasn't in dime at all. And he said he didn't have, they don't have a dime package. How do you, I mean, if you coach, get Patty C over here. If you coach a high school football team, you have a dime package. I Simple get it. Systems. You don't have six uh, defensive backs you trust, and maybe you don't want to run dime. Fine, but don't admit not to having dime. Now, if I'm Matt Rule, all I'm saying is we're running four receivers, five receivers. We're gonna force them to maybe come up with a dime defense. It's it's fucking insane. I think the only thing that's hard uh, from that angle is playing Darnold is. Picking the right pass catchers, but again, I, I mean, the defense hasn't shown me anything, so I, I totally get the pick. Kramer, who's your quarterback? Ah, uh, well, shall I do it? Because you know what, it's been nice stacking against the Cowboys. Mm. Give me Danny Dimes. He, he's showing you what he can do. Certainly not the problem, Sean. And, and really, if you look at, uh, you look at all of his games, he's putting up points. And you look at the road game specifically, he's yeah. averaging over 30. This is a guy who, again, it's going to take them probably needing to chase some points, which you not, a, not, not a surprising kind of game script. And I think what he showed you in the last game is that if, if Jason Garrett would take his fucking testicles <laughs> out of his man purse and just throw the ball around, they got guys to catch it. Kenny Galladay is a grown uh, Grown man, I need like a sign back here that says "Grown men playing football." Danny Dimes running people over on the goal line. Kenny Galladay running people over down the field. <sighs> Kadarius Tony looking shifty. Barkley's back. Give me Daniel Jones. Only six thousand. I, I is this going to be a popular play, Sean? I, I worried it might be, but I had to go out of my guy this week. Yeah, I don't. I, it's interesting because I, I think people are high on Dallas. I think certainly Dak going the other way will be a popular play. Although he's at Good he's luck. at sixty nine hundred and Giants defense has been pretty porous. I'm going. You want to talk about bounce back games? This one has bounce back written all over it. Kirk Cousins at home against Ooh. the Detroit Lions. Not a bad. Play. Normally, normally not a, a a huge Cousins guy, but coming off a game where they only put up seven points, now they're back at home against this Lions team, which. Again, the Lions team, they're not quitters, but I think losing to the Bears and I mean, they made Justin Fields look pretty decent, Ryan. He was he was taking some deep shots on that passing defense. Dalvin Cook will be very popular this week too, so. Okay, yeah, cuz I I'm not playing Dalvin Cook. I'm obviously going with the QB receiver stack and thinking they're going to get it done in the air. Cook is still coming back. I mean, maybe he will be 100% this week and maybe that's what they do to simplify things, but I still think uh, there's great opportunities to pass on this Lions defense. So give me Kirk Cousins, sixty five hundred dollars at home. You like that? You like that? I do, Kirk. I do like that. What about uh, running backs? What? Who's your first running back, Adam? I kicked it off with DeAndre Swift, sixty one hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a vi- this ended up being a very like mid tier heavy lineup for me. It was a lot of guys in that six thousand range. No real top tier. No real scooping up the basement, but you know, twice this year, the Vikings have given up 150 yards on the ground and Deandre Swift getting about 20 touches a game. Um, you gotta love that, especially when about half of them are through the air, you know, PPR format, that's going to be really nice. And 
he's due for a touchdown here. Yeah, actually, I'll jump in because I also have DeAndre Swift. Mm. I, I, well, it it it, it be for the same reason. And honestly, if I was doing a cousin stack, I might look to bring it back with Swift because he's gonna get he's gonna be a monster in the passing game. Uh, I, I think if anything, like we could see some even carry regression as we saw a lot of carries to Jamal Williams last week in a game where they just needed that junkyard dog out there. So I think this kind of swings oh. back towards Swift and honestly, the price being only 6,100, see, it seems low for a guy who has an absolute like 15 point floor, just based on the passing game work in a game where they should be very negative. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, Looking at the splits between Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, it does kind of seem a little all over the place as far as what their roles are. But Swift I mean, is Swift, clearly the guy in the pa- more passing. Yeah, game I, work, and so. I didn't see that coming. I thought Jamal Williams yeah. would be getting more passing work. He got it earlier in the season, but now he isn't getting it. And certainly, them playing from behind—that's an interesting bring back. Um, I didn't have it. My first running back, I went Najee Harris. Now, okay, nice. I I think this might actually be. And I'd I'd like to get your guys' take on it, but I think this might actually be a contrarian play in the sense that the Steelers are at home against Denver's defense, and you look at the like you were saying, Ryan, in the office, first uh, opponent ranked Denver defense. However, it looks like Big Ben probably not going to play. We'll see if he does play. I'll I'll be pretty surprised. He's got a hip injury. What a mess. He's popped up on the injury chart. They're going to give the ball to Mason Rudolph uh, most likely to start. And how do you help out Mason Rudolph? Get Najee Harris involved in the passing game. I think he's going to get a ton of carries and a ton of. Uh, I mean, you know, against the Bengals, he had 14 catches. I wouldn't be surprised if he. There's a scenario where he gets like 12 catches, and uh, I want to. I want a piece of that in a GPP format. So give me Najee Harris, 6900. What do you think, Adam? Is that is that going to be highly owned or? Uh. I don't know about highly owned, but I really, I kind of like the play for being as out on Najee Harris as I was in the preseason Yeah, because they really haven't played an offense. That's going to be as complete as the Steelers offenses yet. Um, the closest they came was last week against Baltimore um, without big Ben. This offense actually might get better because big yeah. Ben can throw the ball about five yards as was evidenced by Najee's 19 targets last week yeah. or two weeks ago. Um, in week one, Damian Harris ran over them for a touchdown. James white had a touchdown on the ground and he was active through the air. Najee Harris, plenty of opportunities to get work. Good play. Nice value. The Broncos defense is good, but they're not so good that you're scared off of a guy like Najee. Yeah. And especially too, I, I just think the volume is going to overcompensate for, or, you know, like factor in considering, yeah, they're good, but I mean, he's going to get just so many touches. How about you? Who's your, who's your second running back? I'm bringing it back. We're actually going to go with a triple stack here in Carolina. So I'm going with Chubba Hubbard this week. Um, Sorry, Adam. A, I got to, I got to correct you. It's Chuba Hubbard. The, it the is, audience, it is Chuba. the audience only yells uh, at me. I've heard. I, I listened to Evan Silva and established the run. He called him Chuba. Oh, is no. his DMS blown up? Does he have to issue a formal <laughs> apology? You should give him some professional courtesy. Chuba. Okay. So you go back to Chuba. Going with Chuba. Um, this is all, of course, contingent upon Christian McCaffrey not playing. If Christian yeah. McCaffrey plays, Chuba's coming out. James Robinson is also there at 6,000, and I'll Ooh. just be slotting him in. Um, as much as the Jags aren't going to play for Urban Meyer, James Robinson mm. is going to play 
in FU mode yeah. all season with Urban Meyer. He's going to say, I'm this grinder. I was all, I was great last year. I'm great this year. And you went out and spent a first round pick <laughs> on some dude who couldn't even stay healthy in the preseason. Yeah. The, the James uh, Robinson revenge tour against urban Meyer, I think is a strong angle. And, and as long as he's the coach, I do like the James Robinson play there. And and Chuba as well. I I, I was kind of disappointed in his performance last week overall. I don't know. What did you think? Why don't you think uh, Chuba got more last week, Adam? I just think it was game script. I think yeah. they got behind early. Um, they had to go to the air, and the Cowboys have some good linebackers who are taking away guys at the line of scrimmage. The Eagles do not have that strength no. as they just got run over by the Chiefs for two hundred. I mean, yeah. The week before the Cowboys went for 160, the 49ers went for 117. And I don't think they had a running back in that game. And they gave up 124 to the Atlanta Falcons on the ground. Like yeah. Chuba's gonna get his yards here, and he's probably gonna fall into the end zone at least once. Yep. I like the angle, unfortunately. Ryan, what do you got? Who's your second running back? Uh, I mean, I I it would have been my first, but I piled on the swift angle. I'm gonna stack Barkley with Jones. I think it's back to Bar- Barkley first round. Uh, we've we've liked the angle of the running back against Dallas in previous yeah. weeks. Didn't really pay off last week with Chuba. Um, a little disappointing. Game got kind of out of control, but Barkley's back to just being a target in the passing game. Uh, he's back to getting the workload on the ground, and I think this game should have some points. I, I don't buy that this is going to be a slow slow game. Yeah, I mean division games can get a little wonky, but even the I feel like the Giants Cowboys is always a little more high scoring. Than your typical NFC East matchups, and now maybe we're a, a week late on this guy, but I, I would argue maybe even a week early because it does seem I don't know whatever's going on in the Sirianni offense, but Kenny Gainwell is a real part of this passing game, coming off an eight-target, six-catch game, three carries for thirty-one yards and a touchdown. I know, I know, it's <laughs> almost illegal to run the ball with a guy averaging ten yards a carry, but maybe, maybe they let him uh, carry a little bit more. I mean, he's. 19 carries for 84 yards. I mean, that's not a guy you want to give the ball more. Regardless, he's getting more passing looks, especially late. He seems like the um the outlet guy that Hertz likes to go to on third down or kind of I mean, he almost reminds me of like Greg Ward in previous seasons where he's kind of the go-to guy on like third and short or you know, the the guy you really need to catch for. Nice uh nice explosiveness after the catch. So give me Kenny Gainwell, forty nine hundred dollars. I, I still think he's underpriced uh, for this matchup against Carolina. What about you, uh, first receiver, Adam? Um, rounding out the Carolina stack with DJ Moore. DJ Moore has been an absolute monster this year. Target machine, racking it up. And the Eagles actually haven't re- uh, before last week. They hadn't really had to play a good receiver. And when Tyreek Hill stepped on, because the Cowboys guys were all banged up and out in that game and Dalton Schultz carved, carved up the Eagles yeah, and Debo Samuel carved up the Eagles. DJ Moore is going to just leave the Eagle secondary broken, bloodied and battered okay. yeah. where they're going to need to call Sean to play for them at yeah. the end of this. And I'm ready. <laughs> two years, ju- two years, junior varsity, best shape of my life. This is where I, I got to interrupt because I'm so fucking pissed at Jonathan Gannon. Oh, <laughs> Tyre, th- you know you you have Darius Slay, one of the more high-priced guys on the, on the defense. How does he not just man up Tyreek Hill? And uh, yeah, whatever Tyreek Hill's gonna get the best of him at some point. 
but he's not gonna. He's probably not gonna get three touchdowns for 180 yards. It, uh, you you putting a linebacker on Tyree Kill? I mean, come on. I know. I know guys like me are able to jam him off the line, but clearly we don't have that kind of talent here in, in Philadelphia. And why would you not, you have, you know, Darius Slay, maybe what top 15 cornerback. Like you look at his numbers. They don't really throw at him that much. They just figure out how to exploit matchups where either Steven Nelson or one of these uh, linebackers are on them. I, I it's all scheme. Cause they, we were not this bad last year defensively at some you know, point. Kramer, if you recut this, you can save Sean some time and he won't have to record a diehard Eagles podcast <laughs> yes. this week. This does this feel is like all his points he's going to make. <laughs> it really is it just driving me insane. Ryan, who's your first receiver? Uh, my first receiver. Uh, let's just finish the stack. Kenny Galladay, 5,900. I mean, he's clearly back. He clearly is going to have his way with this Dallas secondary. And again, high scoring game loading. Danny, Danny Dimes, can he shock the world again on the road, Sean? So stacking it up, I got Barkley Jones and uh, Kenny Galladay. That's a lot of Jason Garrett offense on my team, but <laughs> we were close last week. I'm taking down the big boy again this week. Let's go! All right, for me, the receiver obviously got to play me some Justin Jefferson, coming off a pretty good game, but uh, six catches, 84 yards, one touchdown, 20 points, fantasy. I, I feel like. He could really go off, especially against this Detroit secondary. Love the, uh, I just love this Cousins Jefferson stack this week. It's it, it's kind of the perfect scenario. They're coming off a loss. They're both coming off rel. I mean, his point total was still twenty, and you're maybe chasing touchdowns back to back week. But I, I think Jefferson's still going to be involved heavily, heavily in the game plan. So uh, before we get to Adam's second receiver. Talking about uh, stacking some cash. You know what's as sweet as uh, cash? Having a full head of hair. Keeps can help you make that happen. Low cost treatment starting at just ten dollars per month. They they offer uh, Keeps has ge- generic versions, discreet packaging, proven results. Doesn't show up and say bald pills inside there. No, very subtle over at Keeps. Virtual doctor consultation. Take a look at your scalp. See what you need. And again, best part is you don't have to leave home. Again, keeps helps you keep the hair you have and uh, treatment can take a little bit, four to six months. So make sure you get ahead of the game before baldness uh, breaks you down. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss. Go to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash SGP to get your first month free keeps.com slash SGP. And while we're saving your cash also, or sorry, saving your hair. Also want to save you some cash with mint mobile. That's right. Take a look at your uh, monthly budget right now and take a look at how much you're throwing out the window for your cell phone, a hundred dollars, $200 mint mobile gives you premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. Use your own phone. And uh, again, keep your same number mint mobile. They'll mail whatever you need. Get you covered seven day money back guarantee. That's right. Switch to mint mobile's premium wireless service starting at just $15 MintMobile.com slash sports S G P MintMobile.com slash sports S G P Adam. What do you got? Second receiver. Are you, are um, you, are you bringing it back with an Eagle? What are we doing here? 
I'm not bringing it back with an Eagle. I'm bringing it back with some Chris Godwin. Um, I think he's in for a big week. He's been kind of quiet. He's been quieter the last two weeks, nothing too exciting. You know, he did have six for 74 against the Rams. Now he's facing a porous Miami secondary, a team that's completely demoralized without a quarterback. And they are just ready to quit and roll over and just Mm. get destroyed by Tampa Bay. You know, Brady's going to be feeling it. He's going to be pissed off after he only put up seven hour. What was it? 17 on Sunday night against the former team. He's going to be out for blood this week. Yeah, it was. uh, It's interesting too. Cause then, and I don't know, Miami's defense, uh, they're kind of all over the place and you're right. It, you you can feel a defense when they realize they don't have anything going on on the offensive side of the ball where they're just like, ah oh, man, we really got to go out there and, and win this game again. It it could get a little uh, tough there. Kramer, what do you got? Uh, I'm I'm going to another game where I'm just gonna stop. I'm not gonna fight it. This uh, San Francisco Arizona game is gonna have some scoring. Ooh. And I'm done fighting this Debo Samuel thing. Maybe I'm chasing points <laughs> a little bit, but he's still only 7,100, and he's getting an insane target share. Yes, I understand Trey Lance, whatever. I still think the gimmicks are 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 good enough to make Debo Samuel pay off here in a game where they're going to be chasing points. They're not going to be able to slow down the game. Uh, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm I'm maybe it'll be contrarian because Trey Lance looks like hot garbage and doesn't look like he can throw the ball. But I'm going to take Debo Samuel. I think Arizona is going to keep the pace going and uh, 7100. Yeah, go. and and maybe a little tough to figure out his his target share there with Trey Lance. But yeah, I like the Debo angle. We still haven't gotten any sort of explanation or insight into the Brandon Ayuk thing. It seemed like he was obviously in the doghouse. Then he came out of the doghouse, was getting a bunch of snaps and routes, but wasn't really getting many targets. Still, I don't know what's going on in in San Francisco there. What I do know is uh, George Kittle does not have a receiving touchdown. I'm monitoring that situation carefully. They, why Adam, you look at all the rankings, you, uh, you know, you edit all the fantasy stuff, the fantasy community. And I don't want you to be an advocate. You know, I, I don't want to put it all on you, the fantasy community yet. Why are they in su- such denial that George Kittle? Yes. A good football player but he's just never gonna have that fantasy. You don't get fantasy points for blocking. Yeah. What have you ever, have you ever tried to convince a millennial they're wrong on something? (laughs) That is like, honest to God, that's just the simplest answer. It's like, (laughs) Oh, we like how he looks. He looks like one of us. He's got the long hair. He feels like he's going to rock a flannel. Also have a kombucha with him. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have a cold brew nitro kombucha <laughs> with him. Yeah. I could see him on his fixed gear bike. Man, he's cool. I, yeah, ah. just, I mean, I, I don't get it. I, he's never been a guy who's put up big touchdown numbers. He's never been a guy who did anything. He's thought of highly because he is a good blocking tight end. He is a good tight end. Hmm. But at the end of the day, he's never done anything amazing from a fantasy standpoint. He's a guy that we hype, hype, hype every year. And quite frankly, does didn't deserve to be thought of in the elite level of tight ends this year. He doesn't belong with Kelsey. He doesn't belong with Waller. You know, he doesn't even belong in that next tier, really. It looks like with Pitts, Hawkinson, and Fant. Those guys have established themselves as the next tier. And, you know, he's right there in that tier with Dawson Knox. And Dawson Knox is about to leave him in the dust. 
Yeah, no, Old the, Stone the, Hands himself, the Dawson Knox resurgence. You just follow the targets. The targets aren't there. I that, mean, that's not a resurgence with Dawson Knox. That's an ascendancy. He <laughs> yeah. was never there. Right. He was never there. Resurgence God, implies that he had something going on. Yeah, exactly. And just real quick, point out the obvious here, but I I don't know. There were too many other media outlets telling you that George Kittle was the number three. NFL tight end from the College of Iowa. Let's thank go. you, TJ. Currently, TJ Hawkinson fifth, Noah Fant seventh, George Kittle tenth in fantasy points PPR. Let's go. Yeah, we were on this since the preseason. This yeah. is why y'all need to be here. If you just found us, <laughs> my second receiver. I'm doing the you know the optimal nerd stack for the Millie Maker. I'm doing two receivers for Minnesota, and I'm going to bring it back with a Detroit receiver. I'm going to Adam Thielen as my second stack. There, the, you could make a case for maybe getting cute and going born, but he he still loves Adam Thielen in the red zone. He's coming off a pretty inefficient day by Adam Thielen standards. Only three catches on eight targets for seven point six fantasy. I love him at home against Detroit. So I got Jefferson. I got Thielen for sixty six hundred. I mean, I think Thielen's fun to play even in a non Kirk stack. So yeah, give me give me Adam Thielen sixty six hundred. Now wait, uh, Adam, did you give out your second receiver? You're you're onto your third, right? Yeah, I went. My first two are DJ Moore, Chris Godwin. Yep. Went yep. a little more budget here, going back to Quintez Cephas Ooh. and then Detroit Minnesota game. Let's go. Yeah, um, he's just been his snap share has been up. He's been on the field eighty percent of the time last week. He's a guy that Jared Goff is looking to down the field. Jared Goff can't chuck it deep, but he can throw it twenty yards down the field. And Quintez Cephas is a big guy, big catch radius. He's going up. He's making plays. He's turned into a red zone machine for them when they're Seriously, not looking yeah. at Hawkinson down there. And the Vikings defense has actually had some bad weeks against receivers. They gave up a hundred to Jamar chase in week one. They gave up a hundred to Rondell Moore in week two. They gave up a hundred uh, in week three to DK Metcalf. Quintez Cephas is better than Rondell Moore right now. I would say. And he's probably about on level, maybe a little below Jamar Chase right now. He's no DK Metcalf, but he's that same big physical bodied guy who's going to go up and get a ball. Yep. I mean, I also have a Quintus Sevis. He was my bring back there for the Lions. Adam nailed a number of uh, great points that I didn't uh, bother writing down because, you know, me, gut handicapper. (laughs) But he is one of those guys. And, you know, we were all, we were on the Bears minus two and a half. So I was kind of keeping my eye out on that game. But he's one of those guys that you're always like, when you have God's eye and you have eight TVs, you'll see like a play breaking off. And I, I feel like he's kind of on my radar just visually as a guy who looks like a guy who can play in the league. I feel and like all the receivers on Detroit look the part, actually. Yeah. Like we could be having a Jared Goff limited situation here. And, you know, Anthony Lynn is a good offensive coordinator. Like, shit on him all you want for being a bad head coach. He, that Chargers offense was always good through the air. He always made guys into something. And now he's making Jared Goff in this offense look good. And also remember with Quintez Cephas, this is him now back. You know, last year he was rusty because he didn't have a full offseason to prep for his last college season and pandemic shortened offseason. Now he actually has a full year back because he spent a year and a half out of football. So he didn't touch a football Mm -hmm. field for a year and a half coming into his last year of college. And now he's starting to get back to where he was and where he could get to love it. 
Speaking of guys who hadn't played in a while, Ron Dell Moore, uh, he's going to be my wide receiver three. Hmm. He's going to be, uh, you know, a little game stack here with the Arizona San Francisco game. Uh, 4,600. We've seen his usage. It kind of spiked there, uh, kind of trickled back down. What better way to get creative against the defense that you probably fear a little bit than get to Rondell Moore back in the action? Yeah, I mean, he's a fun bullet on this Arizona team just because we, we saw what he looked like. Just a- absolutely dynamic, almost as dynamic as Kadarius Tony. Almost. <laughs> I love the Kadarius uh, Tony. I'm yeah, get, I'm getting it, it. it's a solid first round pick. Anyway, spin it. My tight end, Mike Gasicki, forty two hundred dollars. The Mike Gasicki love affair is back, and I think for a good reason. One, I mean, just I test watching that game. You know, Tampa Bay has had a bunch of issues on the back end. Uh, you know, you saw a number of their defensive back safeties go down. Kind of seemed like a bloodbath. Mac Jones not quite up there as far as. Being able to take advantage of it. And part of the Gasecki resurgence, clearly, I don't know if they did some of their offense or if it's just a Kobe Brissett being in there, but the last two games, 15 catches and uh, 143 yards and a touchdown. So yeah. he's really come alive. I, I like the matchup against Tampa Bay. I think they're going to have trouble running the ball. And I think a guy like Gasecki is, is someone who's going to be able to have, uh, you know, Brissett. Is he really going to be able to push the ball down field? Like maybe Devonte Parker is the angle, but I, I I like Gusecki over the middle, taking advantage of their their lack of safety safety depth, and I mean we'll see who they end up trotting out there. But I mean, yeah, if Richard Sherman was starting for them. They're they're and I don't want to share Brissett, but this seems like the the next best thing. Mike Gusecki, uh, forty two hundred dollars. What about your flex, Adam? No, oh, we're just skipping over my tight end, eh? Oh, sorry. I, Sean I doesn't ahead. want to give either of us What's, a tight end. Oh wait, did I? You uh, co-signed. Oh, okay. You co-signed on Quintez yeah. Cephas. All right, that's where. And my then flow you skipped off. right to tight end. Who's your Who's your tight end? Uh, I went with Anthony Ferkser because I want a piece of someone who's playing this mm. god awful Jacksonville defense. Yep. And who the hell else is Ryan Tannehill going to throw to right now? Last week, Anthony Ferkser just coming back off a knee injury, five targets, and let's not forget that CJ. Ooh. Zoma went for mm. two tutties and almost a hundred yeah. yards against the Jags on Thursday night. Anthony Ferkser is just as good, if not better than CJ Uzoma. He can do the same thing. The price is right there at 3,100 as well. Gave me some money to do something nice with the flex coming back around. And I like the Gasecki play. The Devonte Parker play also would have been nice because at the end of the day, he did have nine targets last week. Jacoby Brissett is locking on to Devonte Parker and Devonte Parker isn't going to be sub 50% on his catch rate again. He's not a guy who's bad with his hands. He's going to make those plays. He's not going to add. That was a low point for him. If Brissett's going to lock onto him that much, Sean, yes, I'm doing it again. I'm paying up for it. I, I considered including Evan Ingram in my stack because I do <laughs> think he will have a lot of uh, Look, He's gonna J- have targets. Jason, and you're, you're playing a tournament. I don't want to take all my nuggets from the uh, NFL show that we will be recording live in the Wind Studio, yes, in beautiful in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. How, how about that technology? We can get there that fast. But <laughs> I don't know why. It's just so funny you described the Southwest flight to Las <laughs> Vegas is like, wow, technology. It's here. The I pinnacle of technology, really. <laughs> that Southwest I, flight. I can't possibly in my right mind, take that guy. 
just can't take Elvin, Evan Ingram. So I reshuffled things. Obviously at Barkley and Galladay, and I'm going to bring it back with Schultz because clearly it's not Cedric Wilson. Who the th- is the third option in this offense? It's Schultz. And uh, again, you're not at some point, you're not chasing points because this guy's a top five tight end on the season. And what better way to fill your tight end slot, Sean correlated to a game. You think there's going to be a lot of points anyway. So the bring back worked last week with Dalton show. I'm going back to the well. Well, I'm I'm kind of fading the Cowboys at the same time, Sean. Uh, so yeah, for he's forty four hundred this week though. I, little- I just don't like playing Cowboys. Is now like a lucky uh, Kramer thing. You're you're rocking a uh, San Diego Charger yeah, or Los up, Angeles baby. Chargers. Uh, Held serve at home against the Raiders. That's a huge. I mean, so it was a, it was a big win for Raider them. fans are acting like no big deal. We're still three and one. And, and Decker, we had a crazy lightning storm. It delayed the game, which again, that's kind of <laughs> hilarious that they have a covered roof, yeah. but doesn't actually stop it from having a rain delay. And Decker was like. Like tweeting out photos of the lightning. He's like, it's a sign. <laughs> so on that, that reminds me, it is ridiculous. Sometimes that might've been outside their control. Cause they, I know there are laws about yeah. what you can and can't do outside. Yeah, Cause when I refer to the why we shut down the indoor pool that was in a basement one time <laughs> because there was a thunderstorm <laughs> overhead and it was health department code. So as ridiculous <laughs> as it sounds, sounds it legit. happens in everyday life. <laughs> All right. Ooh, man. Before we get to flex defense and our Thursday night profits prediction strike. First off, awesome name. Love that name. Again, it is a sports-based stock market. That's right. It's almost like a Robin Hood and when they had a baby, they named it prediction strike. Again, fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Just don't you don't even bet on your players, invest in them. We always talk about in best ball, like, oh, I got shares of this, I got shares of that guy. My shares of Robbie Anderson not looking great. My shares of uh, Kenny Gainwell that I got made fun of in the live draft. They're skyrocketing in value. I wish I was down on prediction strike. Could be cashing in over there. Head to predictionstrike.com to create an account. Use promo code SGP and then uh, deposit funds, buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players, just like the stocks. Again, you're a degenerate. You're probably in crypto, you're in stocks. You're it's one more fun thing where you can buy and sell. It's just another uh, sports related thing you can check while you're at work. You know you want to get involved. Sign up with promo code SGP and receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. Adam, what do you got for your uh, flex spot? Uh, by spending down on Anthony Ferkser, that left me the money to go and get Leonard Fournette, hmm. who is coming off an 80% snap share. That means he'll probably hmm. be down a little bit, but the Dolphins have given up 120 plus yards on the ground in all four of their games. They've been carved up through the air as well. I want more pieces going at this Miami defense and Leonard Fournette at 5,200 is a nice flex play. Who's going to give me value on the ground and through the air. That's an interesting. Uh, uh, it's interesting. The strategy you're playing a running back and receiver from the same team and not the quarterback. Interesting. I, and, and, and I mean, I like your plan of attacking the Miami defense. I think they're yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. They're, they're such an interesting team because they create turnovers, but I, I don't think they will against uh, Tom Brady, Tampa Bray. What do, do you got, know, Kramer? Do Who's we, your flex? Antonio spot? Gibson's healthy, right? 
What's the deal with this? Does anyone have any any actual injury news? Uh, no. Well, let me check the injury report that's about to get published as soon as Ooh, we go off the yeah. air. And make here. sure you follow at SGPN Football Doc if you haven't already on Twitter. He's pumping out injury report posts and videos over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. But follow him on Twitter for the latest update stuff. Yeah, I, I haven't been tracking that situation. I kind of think the uh, wait. You said Gibson, but you meant Antonio Brown, right? Or Antonio you, Gibson. Oh, Antonio Gibson. Okay, I thought you were talking about Brown because we were talking Tampa Bay. But Antonio Brown, I and that's why I like uh, Adams Godwin play. I, I think the Antonio Brown action was definitely like a New England fu kind of thing. And now that they're back home, I do think maybe Godwin gets some looks because Brady's got to put him in the doghouse a little bit for dropping that touchdown. Uh, that he could have had there. That would have been nice. Well, th- there is that. All right. So I, I I'm going to fire on it. Cause I think it's a fun way to ra- to round out this contrarian lineup uh, with a little, yeah, I've been doing it lately again, maybe going back to the well, cause it seems like it's been working, but give me Antonio Gibson, 6,400. I don't Ooh. think he'll be a popular play this week against the saints. You got some injury he, news. For- he does not appear on the SGPN yeah. fantasy yeah, injury report as of right now. So we'll yeah, and- see though. We'll see if he gets added. It sounded like, yeah, I saw something that said that basically it sounded like it wasn't a big deal. I think people will shy away from this. The saints just gave up a pretty big day to Saquon Barkley. And uh, quite frankly, like this game, I I think it's going to be a lot of checking down, a lot of handing off, obviously McKissick still involved. Oh yeah. But you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the Gibson. Well, a a little bit of a contrarian play, but I, I like the, I like the chance of him to get a lot of work in this game. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind JD McKissick, and I don't mind. Uh, He's five thousand, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind either Washington running back, and I and I think you could make a, a good case for either of them. I think Washington playing from a lead, Gibson's the guy getting the work. Yeah, and I guess it depends how you kind of see that game rounded out. I mean, they gave McKissick seven carries; he only got fifteen yards, but of course had those uh, five catches for forty-four and had that insane touchdown. I mean, if you're Ron Rivera, you got to reward uh, McKissick, I think, with some more touches. So it'll be interesting to see how their shares go. But you're right. I mean, Gibson is kind of a workhorse too. I, I think they both have pretty good value at their prices. We didn't uh, we didn't talk about uh, New England at all in this game, and they're going up against Houston, who again obviously has some uh, issues on the defensive side of the ball. Led up forty to the Bills. Now they're back home. I'm going Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers seems to be Mac Jones's guy. Twelve targets, eight catches. Didn't feel like a an outlier performance for Jacoby Myers. He kind him and Hunter Henry kind of seem to be uh, Mac Jones's guys. And against that Houston defense, fifty six hundred dollars. Uh, I'm all over it. So yeah, give me Jacoby Myers. What about you defensively, Adam? What do you got? Defensively, I did it again. A spent up for a defense. I know we said not to, but I did it with the Bills last week. And it paid off yeah, big. They got like 20 points. And this Dolphins offensive line is god awful. They've given up 13 sacks through four games. That's three and a half sacks a game. They've turned the ball over six times and they have yet to break. They've broken 300 yards once and they did it against the Raiders. And it took OT. This offense is awful. They've been held under 20 points three times. They got shut out once. The Bucks defense flies to the ball, makes big plays. Jacoby Brissett's going to turn the ball over like three times, and there's going to be a defensive score. He's a pay up bad. for the Bucks D. He's yeah, 
that's not that's uh, uh, that's a solid angle for sure. I mean, even as a guy who has Mike Gusecki in there, I wouldn't be surprised if they're kind of getting their ass kicked and Gusecki gets a bunch of uh, checkdown stuff in garbage time. And yeah, that that defensive line is due for uh, a bunch of sacks. What do you got defensively, Kramer? Well, I mean, I actually screwed up. I, I didn't have enough money to put in the Redskins defense, aka the football team, and it came down to Eagles or Jags. And I mm. like honestly. The way this Titans offense is playing, I threw out the Jags. Higher variance <laughs> game. Uh, I like the Eagles' angle. I wish they were at home. I do think they've now been embarrassed two games in a row. So what makes me wonder if they're ever going to bounce back? Can they let up three games of forty plus? Uh, Tune in Sunday. At this point, I'd rather fade Ryan Tannehill than Sam Darnold. Yeah, and and certainly. We'll see what the injury report looks like uh, from the uh, SGPN fantasy football doc. But I mean, no AJ Brown, no Julio last week. We'll we'll be interested to see you know what they're looking like as far as practice. Uh, so stay tuned for that later on the week. Ryan, uh, we've been talking a bunch, I think, on air and just in the in general about the strategy of of correlating the running back and the defense together. Yeah, Drew Lock on the road, and you're giving me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, please. It's a fun correlation there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm tying Najee Harris and the Steelers defense. I think it's going to be an ugly game, and I think uh, Drew Locke is a certainly has the opportunity to turn the ball over. We got T.J. Watt. I think is finally getting healthy. Yep. I think the Steelers defense at home. I mean, it feels kind of like their season's on the line. If they let another game slip, I, I don't see how they're making the playoffs. Again, I, I'm still a, a believer in Tomlin and and. The infrastructure and maybe Mason Rudolph, as as weird as it sounds, gives their offense a little bump and and keeps them in this game. I, I think the defense is going to be hyped, and I think they are that Pittsburgh defense against Drew Locke at home. That is a, I mean, I was surprised they were only thirty three hundred because I you could make a case they're the top defense. Yeah, I mean, I know. like that style. I, I definitely have. That's like that's pretty high up on the. Nice to stack. I mean, Cook in the Viking defense too, but that's probably not not the best way to play it. Yeah. And uh, before we get to our Thursday night prize picks lineup, of course, go to prizepicks.com, promo code SGP, giving you out some uh, over under entries here. A three player entry. If you go three for three, twenty dollars turns into one hundred. That's a nice little uh, a hoodie. Uh, plus five hundred, plus five hoodies, as they say in the business. Uh, of course, not listed on the main slate, but Adam, as a Bills fan, what are you thinking? Like showdown lineup? What would you be looking to attack without listing out the whole thing? What's what's your kind of angle for that Bills Chiefs game? Uh, if I'm looking to play a Chief, I'm playing Travis Kelsey. Matt Milano's banged up. It means Travis Kel. It means the Bills are going to be without their cover. Could be without their cover linebacker. That's huge. Or he's going to be slowed. That's going to be big, and that's what's given the Bills fits in the past. Um, and unlike the Eagles, the bills will cover Tyreek Hill and double team him. If necessary, it's a good idea. Ron Johnson should be back and he's fast enough to stick with him. And the big thing is, is both of these teams are in the top five in points scored on the season. This has all the markings of a shootout, but if you're, a, if you're looking to play the chiefs, I would, st- I might stay away from Patrick Mahomes because this bills defense is not the same defense he carved up last year in the AFC championship game. And during the regular season, the defensive line has been revamped and they're going to get after Patrick Mahomes, much like the bucks Ooh. did in the super bowl. 
and they're going to be able to do it without blitzing as well, which means he's going to be under duress. He's going to be running for his life a lot, and he's going to have to find his guys downfield. So it sounds like you, you like the chiefs in a big way, right? <laughs> I, I'm never going to pick against the bills. <laughs> like no, we could that- be rolling out Mitch Trubisky or Davis Webb, And I'm still going to say, you know, I think the bills can do this. <laughs> I Matt- believe the Matt Milano, uh, Kelsey angle, I, I think is worth noting, especially for, um, for the showdown slate. All right, let's get to the uh, prize picks picks Kramer. What do you got for the people this week? And of course, Stay tuned on Twitter at Gambling Podcast, where Kramer will reveal his—I uh, don't know what you would call it—your first first touchdown prognostications. Yeah, I mean, free money. I think is another way to put it. All right, yep. let's uh, let's get started. Uh, I let the rash uh, calm down. The skin looks cleared up. I, I've been given a negative test. I'm going back to the Russ Wilson experience. Over, over. 275 and a half passing yards for my first one for my second one. I'm heading over to a little stack. Give me DK Metcalf to go over his total. Uh, I think he shows up big in this game. Uh, really, really like the DK Metcalf angle last angle. I'm going to fade Daryl Henderson. No, no, uh, no touchdown. This is all types of touchdowns. Daryl Henderson and not score a touchdown third leg. So under a half touchdowns. Uh, and then we're going to, you know, click that power play. Don't forget to click that power play. Cause by <laughs> default, they put you in the flex play flex play 20 turns into 45. Yeah. You got to go two and one. All right. Here's who I got. I got Tyler Lockett over 66 and a half. It seems like the Rams, when they've let up uh passing stuff, it's been to the, the other guys. And I do think they're going to put Ramsey on Metcalf. I think that's part of their strategy. I'm going DK Metcalf under 72 and a half. I think Ramsey wants a little revenge. Cause even though they won the game with golf, I, I think, you know, Metcalf had some uh, nice plays on them in the wild card matchup. So I'm going under DK Metcalf there at 72 and a half. I also like Russell Wilson under 24 and a half pass completions. He, he's, he hasn't had more than 23 all year. I, I, a, I think Pete a, I Carroll like could get a little, a uh, little conservative. And and work Carson keep the ball out of the out of the Rams' hands. That seems like how uh, Pete Carroll would would draw things up. And on uh, Prize Picks, you can't do all three on the same team. So if you need a Ram, the one I do like is uh, Woods over fifty eight and a half. It seems like he's kind of coming out of the uh, woodwork there a little bit. And again, the Seattle pass defense has some holes, especially uh, you know covering the second or third uh, option. What do you got for the the folks? I'm co-signing that Robert Woods over 58 and a half. Um, He's only done that once this year against Indy, but at the same time, the Rams haven't really had to go to him. Um, This feels like a week against the Seattle defense. That's given up 300 yards in their pat or more passing in their last three games. The only team on the season to not throw for 300 yards against them was the Indianapolis Colts and Carson Wentz. And that brings us all great joy. Additionally, Matthew Stafford over 299 and a half. He's going to put up three bills on this Seattle defense. He's out for revenge. The Cardinals made him look silly. Um, the Rams are looking to show that they belong. They're looking uh, to take this division by force. And then Chris Carson over a half rushing touchdown. He has three on the season. This Rams defense has actually given up rushing touchdowns in three other four games so far. When the Seahawks when the Seahawks get down in there, they're going to give it to Chris Carson and let him get the touchdown. 
Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, the idea, like how does Stafford not just ball out on these guys? Mm -hmm. It it seems like a wake up game. They kind of slept through that Cardinals game. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for me to figure out a way to pick the Seahawks. I'll, I'll tell you that, but I'm going to find a way. I think from a fantasy perspective, I could see a version of this game where the Seahawks are chasing the entire time and having to sling it around. Yeah. And honestly, I, if I'm, I kind of like the matchup uh, for Metcalf uh, versus Ramsey. Cause I think you it, do. it allows, it, it allows in theory, Metcalf can take Ramsey to a place that most guys can't take him to. And, and we'll see how that goes. I, I just think they're not going to pass a ton. It's going to be a lot of Carson, and you know, I I think Lockett is the guy that goes off there. So, well, and also Ramsey's been traveling with guys less. They've made an emphasis that he's moved into more of this like star role. They were calling it letting play down more in run support and less on the outside shadowing guys. So just keep that in mind as well. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Um, all right. That'll do it for the show. Big thanks to Adam Pelletier. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Adam Pelletier. Make sure you check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com for all your fantasy football rankings, picks. We got injury uh, report stuff. Obviously, we got uh, NBA, NHL, MLB all coming as well. Plenty of content, podcasts. It's all going down. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast. Leave us a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts for your chance to win some sweet, sweet gear every Monday, aka Merch Monday. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the Muddy Green, and he is Ryan. Sean, do you want do you want a sweet, sweet first touchdown winner for Thursday night? Yes. Russ Wilson, twenty-two to one. Matt Stafford, forty to one. Tyler Higby, 16 to 1. Will Disley, 28 to 1. Kramer, let it ride.